people need to stop lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. Stop lying to yourself. Okay. You're not broken. You're not, you're, you, there's nothing to be fixed in us. Welcome everybody. Purpose Driven Podcast. The first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for tuning in um, from the podcast and thank you once again for all of all of the support comments and everything that you guys have been doing. I'm excited for this new episode that we have today. I'm here with Blue Form Media's main second guy because his <laughs> wife is the first. Main second guy. <laughs> Making second like guy. <laughs> Blake Norton. We're going to we're kind of flipping the roles a little bit. He's going to, um, I'm excited for him to be here and ask me some questions. He wanted to get to know me a little bit better. Um, a big plug in really quick for blue form media. These guys produce my podcast. Um, they put all the content out that you see. Um, kudos to them. They are amazing. If you guys are interested in anything that has to do with podcast creation, anything like, or, or, or content creation, anything like that, hit them up, Blake and, and Mal, his wife, they're amazing people. So Blake, welcome. Thank you for being on. Dude. Thanks for having me, man. We love it. Yeah. This, uh, I'm excited. This, this, I guess this is the intro. So this was a great episode, but I guess they'll find out. <laughs> they will find out. Yeah. So thanks, man. Blake, welcome, man. <laughs> Dude. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for having me. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Yeah, we're having each other. We are. I mean, <laughs> let's start over. Welcome, yeah. Blake. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, we're going to flip it a little bit. I mean, I know you've got a lot of questions for me. I'm excited to interview you as well and just honestly just have a conversation, man. Dude, agreed, man. Like, uh, we love producing your content. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Blake, um, Blue Four Media, he's one of the main guys. Well, he's not the main guy. His wife is the main oh, yeah. gal. He just follows her around. Absolutely. Which that's how it should be. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I just do the heavy lifting, open jars, you know. Yeah, all reach that. The, all the fun stuff. Make I'm the not coffee. That much, yeah. I'm not that much taller than her, but I can reach a little bit more into the cabinet, you know, if there's a high <laughs> item. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on and and honestly, I really appreciate what you do for the podcast and my content and everything. You sure you make me look way too good. Oh yeah, and that's Mal and her team that she's built. I, I don't think we she gets enough credit. Uh but that's the way it is when you're producing, right? You're just always in the shadows. So yes. yeah, shout out to Mal. She does a ton for all of our clients, but, but yours, like you got some traction right now, man. Like, I don't know, you're, you're above like 50,000 on every single clip that touches Instagram. Yeah. It's been fun. It's yeah. been fun to watch, you know, the content get out there, just the message get out there. I mean, that's the whole goal is, you know, the more people you can touch, inspire, help grow, the better off you are. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, that's the whole point of everything, right? It's all, it's like, you'd hope. Yeah. You'd hope. Yeah. And like your brand, like we were just talking about your uh, logo and your title, like the Purpose Driven Podcast with you behind it. Like it's just a really powerful brand. So I appreciate it. I'm stoked to be on here today, man. So yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's dive in. You've got some questions for me today. We're kind of flipping the role a little bit. We are. Uh, Yeah, because we had a conversation just the other day at lunch. Yeah. We're just doing a little recap meeting and... uh, you mentioned you've used some plant-based medicines before, and there's a spiritual side to you that a lot of people don't see because this is very, you know, pun intended, purpose-driven. 
it is. You have a, you, you know, you're you're putting forward a certain image to help people coach their mindset, coach their life. Like, how does that spirituality fit into your coaching? I think maybe people don't see it as much on your podcast. You know, I think it. Uh, that's a great question, man. Um, for me, spirituality. I've really had to define what my spirituality is over the years. Um, I lost it for a long time, to be honest sure. with you, for quite a while, because I tied spirituality to religion for so long uh, in my life. Does that make sense? Dude, that makes way more sense. And so when yeah. you tie, when I tied it to a certain religion, um, I thought that was one and the same. And so when I was faulting it or, or deciding if that's really the path I wanted to go in my life, I felt like my my spirituality was going down that way route two, hmm. and I was losing that spirituality side. But in all reality, religion and spirituality are two totally different things. Dude, I agree. And I, I know I know some people that are the most spiritual people ever that have nothing to do with a religion and vice versa. I know some people that are huh. very, very religious that are the most unspiritual people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I know exactly what and you're so saying. And so for yeah. me, spirituality is becoming one with myself. Uh. spirituality is, is being able to look myself in the mirror and go, yes, I was created by a God. I was created by a higher power and I love what he created. Right on. Does that make sense? Dude, that makes, that's like resonating with me like a hundred percent because I've, I've been thinking the same thoughts, right? I, I grew up very religious, um, almost to a point where it's a little bit, because uh, I've been in the military and I've been in a very, <laughs> very strict religion, and they're very, very similar. Like they really are. They're almost militant about it. Um, not in an aggressive way, though. I will say it's <laughs> you can't really function as a religion these days if you're like over militant, overzealous. But I think people still try to take it that way, though. Yeah, and that's the problem with religion mm -hmm. in itself is when yeah. you start taking it to the extreme. Judgment comes in place. Yeah, you know, you know, you're forced to judge. You're forced and measure to measure others around you. Exactly, yeah, and that comparison com that comparison comes in. Well, I have to compare myself to others. I have to compare in this, mm -hmm. and in all reality, you should just be comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah, because that's what God cares about. No one's coming to save you, but but yourself. Yeah, and I always tell people too. Ever since I left that church, I left my religion. I've actually become more spiritual. Me too. Yeah. Same thing. I, I didn't know we, we resonated like that, man. That's awesome. Because, you know, with you, you're, you're talking about coaching, business, sales, all that stuff. Um, but I think, if I don't know if you would agree with this statement, but at the core of that, those all increase the more in tune with your own spirituality you get. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I am a firm believer that the more you know yourself, I mean, what are the greatest commandments that Christ gave us when he came to this earth? Number one, love your God like with all your heart. Yeah. That's the number one commandment. Number two commandment is love your neighbor like unto thyself. Right. So many times and so often in society, in personal lives, in everything, even in religion, yeah, we're, we're sold that we need to serve others. We need to love others, but they forget that like unto thyself. Yeah, we forget the self-love part of it. The self-love. The self-care. So what does that mean, though? Like how, loving yourself, does that mean like, Oh, I'm, I I talk to myself nicely. It could I think be that's part of it, but like I don't know. What would you describe that as? Like for me, being able to look in the mirror and not be ashamed. Mm. 
yeah. being able to look at my past, look at um, experiences, look at everything that I've done and being, you know what? Life is happening for you and you did a damn good job doing it. Right. So you're kind of embracing your past. Embracing it. Embracing you. Uh, what would you say about your future then, since we're talking about past, present? That we are the creators. I mean, God, God created us to be creators. Dude, I love that. I mean, really think about it. Everything that we do in this world worth doing is created. Absolutely, dude. Everything. I mean, yeah. all the way down to this, this, this desk and this chair was a thought in somebody's mind before it was built. Yeah. It was created before it was even constructed. Yeah. It was like imagined. Yeah. All of it. Envisioned. And then put on paper. Exactly. Drafted. We talk about this, that logo. Yeah. Somebody envisioned that logo before they, they wrote it down. Yeah. And created that badass logo that we're talking it's about. true. Everything is created. You look at children. Yeah. They're created. It's true. Everything. And so when we are in ourself, when we are one with ourself, when we are grounded in center, mm -hmm. we are creative. We are committed. We are content. Yeah. We are fulfilled. That's true. And that's what God really wants us to be. That's, I think that's your, that's your accessing, you're tapping into the, your internal divinity. Exactly. If you can access those things and. Well, when you're in yeah. self, when you're in self, when, when I say self, when you are very clear on who you are and what you want in life, you are, you, you know what you want. You love yourself enough to say, you know what, you're going to go get this. Right. Yeah. You're creating that future. Yeah. You, yeah. You, all of your energy, all of your thoughts. It's becoming in self though. Yeah. It's coming from your core. It's of your coming heart. from yeah. your core of your heart. It's coming from you. Mm -hmm. And spiritually, whether you call it energy, spirit, I don't care, the Holy Ghost, I don't really care what you call it. We are all connected. Yeah. And everything in this world is connected. I've seen it. Yeah. You can feel it. You can feel the energy in this room. If you ever go into a room and you feel like, man, just drained. You're like, this is not a place I want to be. That's the energy leaving the room. Mm. When you go and walk into a room and you, you feel like, holy crap, it's light. It's beautiful. It's like airy. And you're around those people you want to be with. That's energy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We're all connected. Yeah. You kind of resonate with people more than others, you know, mm -hmm. because they have that same energy, that same frequency with you. And when you're able to see mm -hmm. your own frequency, see your own energy, be able to look in your light, it's easier to detect others. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying being itself. So how, uh, so first, I, I guess for you're saying first step is to become in tune with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe we can talk about like how, how you raise or things that you do that lower that frequency or that energy. But um, how did you become attuned with this? Cause you said you kind of, you broke away from religion. You've gotten more spiritual, but like, how did that process look for you? Like what kind of happened? It, that's another great question too. I think it's a really, um, for me, it's, it's my daily habits and routines. Mm. It comes down to what I'm doing daily. It's not a one-time fix all thing. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's been times very recently that I have been so far from spiritual in my life that I've, I've yearned for it. I've, I've needed it. And so I go seek it. How I do that is through meditation. Mm. How I do that is through plant-based medicine, hoppe. Yeah. This it's is what through, got me interested. In yeah. This. yeah it, it's through hoppe. And you know, it's a very, it's a meditative, um, plant-based medicine that helps ground you in a meditation. Um, right. 
that for me, it, it teaches you to surrender. You know, there, there's other forms, you know, it's, it's sitting down and just reading my gratitude journal, not mm -hmm. writing in it, reading it, reading so what I was grateful for yesterday, reading reflection. what I was grateful for, you know, five months ago and actually just reflecting. Yeah. You know, it helps ground me back to who I am and it helps me see my potential, see my purpose. That's awesome. So uh, a lot of people that have a religious, uh, have a religion right now, or they're more church oriented or whatever. Um, sometimes they see people like this, or I've had conversations where I'm saying these things because I agree with you fully. And they might have this like view of like, how prideful are you to say that you are so spiritual without some... Why do we need to tie the two? Yeah. Uh, say that again. Wait, Why that again. do we need to tie religion and spirituality? That's the, that's what, that's what I'm asking you, I think is the same question. So what would you say to somebody who's like, you know, coming, think, looking at you from a place of pride Show saying me. like, how, how can you be this spiritual or claim that you're so. Show me the actions. Yeah. Dude, that's really wise. I like that. I mean, it really comes down to that for someone that tr truly follows Christ and, and they're in that religion following Christ. Well, it's that simple phrase. What would Jesus do? Right. Would Jesus compare? No. Would Jesus look down upon? No, not at all. Would he judge? I mean, uh, other than just like basic judgment to like make a decision on the spot? No, he no. wouldn't. He wouldn't go deeper than that. Then why should you? Exactly. It's really that simple of a concept, but I think it's overlooked because they're so focused in the religion looking the part mm, right. that they forget <clears throat> to act the part. I agree with that. I think that's ultimately why I chose to leave my religion and my church. I I didn't leave the teachings. I didn't leave the um, the principles or those morals behind. A lot of people think that if you leave this structure of of someone mediating your your relationship with divinity, mm -hmm. with God, with Source, with Christ, whatever you want to call it, there's so many labels. But if you leave that, then you're like. How prideful of you're you to God. say that you're more spiritual yeah. because you left this structure. But really, I don't know, man. It's like such a chaotic energy. It's so There's so much power and divinity in yourself mm -hmm. and in your soul. Because, I don't know, do you believe that you're the offspring of, of divinity, like a son of God? Or I would hope so. Like a lot of religions think? I, I would hope so. I mean, yeah. excuse me, do I believe that there is a higher power? Yes. Or there's something, energy, what you call it, her, she, I, I have the hope Yeah, that there is. I have the hope that there, I've felt it, I've seen it. And so I, I yes, I do. So you, you know, you have belief that I drives have your belief action. belief that drives that action, but does it drive me to be a good person? No. Let me say that again. It doesn't drive me to be a good person. Mm, I'm a good person because that's who I am. Yeah. That's me. I'm not, I, I don't do it for God. I don't do it for, I do it because it fulfills me personally. Right. It's the good thing to do. Yeah. You're not doing it for some reward somewhere. Exactly. Mm. I'm doing it because that's what we should do is we should look over our brothers. We should make sure that our brothers and sisters here on this earth yeah. are the people that we surround ourselves with are taken care of Yeah, and vice versa. Without incentive. Exactly. Yeah. So no and, blessings. 
no mansion do I, do above, I get no them nothing. do I get them in return absolutely I've seen it day in and day out right however that's not the reason for it I see does that yeah. make sense and so for me yes going back to that whole thing is there divinity is there is there a higher power I hope so yeah I like I, that a lot I hope so you know I mean I feel him Mm-hmm. I feel energy. I feel the spirit energy, whatever you call it. I I, I sense it. I want some of my greatest meditations are me connecting with that spiritual side of me. Yeah, and feeling that deep grounding effect. Like, I'm sorry, this can't happen by chance. Yeah, dude, that's we can't. Well said. This cannot happen by chance, dude. You just nailed so much on the head because it's like you're you're connecting and you're using certain words certain labels, but they're all identical. Like meditation and prayer are just two different labels for they kind are. of the same thing. You're focusing, pondering. You're, yeah. You're focusing your above. energy, your divinity, right? You're focusing all of that on one thing, whether it's through prayer or med- whatever label you want. Yeah, exactly. And I think we get hung up that the religion side of things would say you're wrong because you're using the wrong label, but they don't realize that it's all the same. Like, it's all the same. It is. Because we're all the same species. <laughs> is it helping you become a better human being? Yeah. Is it grounding you to be a better father, better husband, better, better mentor, better businessman? Mm-hmm. Then why the hell is it a bad thing to do? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? And to be honest with you, Blake, I mean, I've been called these past few months, like I've been debating whether or not I go find a church or go into a, a non-denominational listen to the word. Um, I, I've, I've thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, just to get that back in my life because it's been gone for so long. I wouldn't mind hearing the word of God again. Yeah. Because there's that hope. Sure. I have that hope that like, you never know. Right. And I love, I love reading about God. I love reading the, you know, the teachings of Christ and, and what he taught. I mean, every, this whole this whole business that I'm, I'm trying to break into here. I mean, the self improvement, self business, I mean, you name it, I don't care what you call it. Mm. It stems from one book. It's called the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) If you really, the the book, book. you know, everything stems down to teachings of Christ. You want to be good. Be like under Christ. Yeah. You know, he's our, he's, he's the one to emulate. No, he's the best example. That he we is. Have. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, I can definitely get some haters on this podcast right now and tell you my true feelings about, about all of that, but I'm not going to. Um, I believe Christ wasn't perfect. Yeah. I mean, that you would definitely draw some hate because I think he was, I, so. I think he, he, he strived. He was the most closest to perfection. Yeah. But I mean, you listen to the stories and stuff. He still had hatred in his heart. When he yeah. went into the temple and pushed everybody out, it was a good cause, but he literally threw people out of the temple. Yeah. And I don't even think You that's get what I'm sin. saying, though? It's yeah. not a sin. Because, like, you have to be able to polarize, right? Like, there's, there's a yin and yang to things. And this is where religions miss a lot of this mm-hmm. because they're so focused on this. And they, they're, they're, they're very absolutist about things. Like, this is the only way. Like there this is, is never this always. Is the truth. Yes, yeah. this is the truth. I know it to be true. It's always this way within it's... the fiber of my being. Exactly. Yeah. Which so... great. I mean, if that's if that's what you believe, yeah. I will never knock that. 
Right. See, that's one thing too. And is I do believe religion does have a place in this world. Oh, absolutely. I believe those that 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 live the law of their religion wholeheartedly and they are all in 100%. They don't judge others. They do it because that's what they want to do. Kudos. Good for them. Thank you for being an example, to be honest with you. Honestly, thank you. Hmm. I, I actually look up to you. And I, I, I think that is very, very stalwart thing to do. That makes sense? Oh, yeah. However, talk about extremists. Just because I'm not a part of the religion and you are doesn't mean you can look down upon me or vice versa. Yeah. Just because you're part of a religion doesn't mean that I can't or I can I can look down upon you and talk shit about you. I, I'm sorry. There's got to be that cohesiveness. And I believe if people just let go of the religion and just looked at the spiritual side of it. Totally. They'd be able to get that cohesive more. I think it's like a healthy balance of both. Because mm -hmm. like you were saying, even Christ had some hatred or maybe it was hatred. Maybe it was rage. Who knows? Ooh. We weren't there. We weren't him. But so true. You have to polarize. Like I can only be so happy. Uh, I, I have to go into the negative to go f to polarize and feel the positive. Like even Christ knew that. So he went out in the wilderness and self-inflicted a 40 day fast on himself exactly. to go feel the depths of this physical body. To go, like, because he he had to feel it. it. He yeah. had to experience it. Exactly. See, if he was going to take it all, he had to, yeah. and that's what that thing. I mean, for me, my my journey through religion and through God and to get to where I am today. Am I where I want to be? No, not even close. I mean, there was a long time I thought God was mad at me. Mm. He was pissed. I wasn't. I was just a a mistake that he made here on this earth and that <laughs> just push him away. He's done for, right. He's no good. I literally thought that way for 10 years of my life because of the people in religion that were, Oh, you're not praying hard enough. You're not doing this. God's mad at you. So they was like literally guilt. tell me that he felt guilty. Yeah. And so can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Do you think, that was truly God or a no. divine being, or was that self-inflicted? That was self-inflicted. I thought at that time in my life, life was happening, everything was happening to me. Mm. Like, why is this happening to me? Why, why are all these outside influences making my life like this? When in all reality, I was making my life like this. Yeah. Was, nothing was happening to me. I thought everything was happening to me, like I was a victim. Right. And I was a victim under God's eye. Do you think that's because this is a reoccurring thing we've talked about from yesterday and today as well? But is that because religion teaches that there has to be a mediator between you and God? So I you're mean, kind of just like in limbo about it. I mean, you mean mediator meaning Christ, or uh, I mean that could be a that could be, you or know, or, or you're talking, talking like leaders in, yeah, within a church, like a a, a bishop, a, a pastor, a pope, a prophet, a yeah, a, for me, shaman. Even there know. was a couple of those bishops, um, those leaders. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of those leaders in my organization, the church that I was with, that were telling me those things. So yes, 
Yeah. There was a big, there, there was a biz, big disconnect coming from the leadership within the church because they were the ones that tell me, oh, you're not praying enough. You just got to pay more tithing. You yeah. got to do this. Just go get another blessing. They're prescribing you like a doctor. Exactly. For your own salvation. Spirituality and salvation. Yeah. Which is, it, it kind of takes away your and, responsibility. Well, and, and I wanted now looking back, nothing against them. Sure. They didn't, they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Most of these people that get put in these, these leadership roles within these religious organizations, they don't know anything about leadership. Yeah. They don't know anything about counseling. They don't know anything about helping other coaching or anything like that. They're throwing into these positions with mm. knowledge that they don't know. Right. And so if they why do, would, and if they do, they're, they're missing pieces of your personal spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's your responsibility. So you can't hold it against yeah. them. I don't hold anything against those, those at that time I did, but now I, they don't know what they don't know. So it's like, I need to, again, no one's coming to save me, but me. Yeah, dude, that's, that's the message right there. Nobody is coming to save me, but yes. me. I get to choose to follow Christ. I get to choose to follow religion. I get to choose to, to believe in what I believe in. Dude. It's a choice. Yeah, I'm smiling ear to ear now because that has been, you just like unlocked it. That's been the message I've been trying to convey to people for like years. And why, when my family asks, oh, why, why don't you follow our religion anymore? And I'm like, well. It's a choice. I took, I took responsibility. I took ownership of my own spirituality. I don't, I don't want to have someone mediate for me. Like when I say mediate, uh, I mean, it, not Christ, right? Not a divine being. I'm talking about another human is mediating my spirituality, yeah. controlling that. No you know more. what? I'm and, in charge, and, and I love that. And, and you never know. I mean, we might we might get to the end of this world, and and, <laughs> and we, we we move on, and and it's yeah. like that South Park yeah. <laughs> episode, the Mormons, uh, the Mormons, the Mormons were, the were, were, was yeah. the true church. And I'm just joking, but I we don't know. Catholic. Like, <laughs> that's why I hope. I have yeah. the hope, right? Because. I'm not going to go through this life thinking that there isn't anything beyond this life. Right. I'm sorry. This, I, I, it just, this can't just happen by chance. No, I agree with you. I th there's, it, there's it a can't. divine and, power behind and, it. And yeah. for this just to end like that, it doesn't make sense to me. Like no. my brain can't comprehend that. So it's like, I have the hope that we move yeah. on, that, that, that we do, that there is, Something. Absolutely. However, I'm not going to spend my life here not living, hoping that that will come. Hmm. I want to live my life today the fullest because this is what God gave me. Yeah. He gave me today. So you're talking about being present. And we, we hear exactly. this in the self-help, be present, be be available, be in the moment. Right? How, how often do we see people that are deep in, and, and nothing against them? Again, I'm not judging by any means, but they don't live life. Yeah, because it feels like... And I'm not saying you have yeah. to go out and like do all the, the worldly things that they're talking about. No. You know, I'm not... Like I'm you don't not. need to go experience meth. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to do shit like that, but, but... You do need to have polarizing experiences, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Go experience the like world. Like Christ did. He go went out experience. and fasted. Yeah. Go experience life. I mean, God didn't put us on this beautiful world at this time to not experience it. I agree. To, We're to, here to be timid. Again, life is happening for us. 
Yeah, there you if go. it's truly happening for us, we're victors. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Man. Become a victor of your life. Go live it. Yeah, it's uh, go enjoy it. God wants you to enjoy it. Just like you have kids. If you have a kid, like I've got, I've got six beautiful, beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. I want them to live their life to the fullest, and I don't want anything like I, I protect them and just the love that I have for those those six kids. It's like I want the best for them. Mm-hmm. Would our God want any different? No. Then why do we project it so? Yeah. It's really interesting. Like there's so much life to live out there. And I feel like a lot of people in a religious box, uh, any religion, pick any religion, and they kind of just stay confined. And for some people, that's what they want. But I think there's so much divine power. There's so much godliness in going and pursuing your, and taking accountability for your own spiritual growth. I agree. Because I, I don't need a mediator to tell me what's right and wrong. The only mediator I need, I, I, I need a direct connection to God, to source, to Christ, mm-hmm. whatever label people want to choose. That's what you need. I don't need someone else to do it for me. I want full accountability of everything. And yeah. that's... Yeah, which you, which, it's crazy. Which, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, maybe I can open it up into some more questions. So as Do far it. as spirituality goes, um, you've pursued some interesting methods. Um, not so much, they're kind of frowned upon in the Western world, but the rest of the world. <laughs> plant-based know, medicine? Yeah, plant-based medicine. So for me, it, this actually was just very recent. Like, um, you know, How I- How recent? The first of the year. Oh, really? Okay. So I, I, I've had quite a few people that have, have talked to me about it. They've mm-hmm. gone on journeys. Um, a journey is when you take plant-based medicine, you get it um, guided with a facilitator. Um, it's like a, a psychedelic. Yeah, it is journey, a psycho. Right? I'm talking about psychedelics, yeah. um, mushrooms, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. So there's a great uh, on, it's called Fantastic Fungi. It's on Netflix. If you mm-hmm. want to learn more about the fungi um kingdom and just psychedelics and just all of it it is so fascinating yeah go I've, watch it yeah and joe rogan talks about it a yes. lot he's had a lot of people do and it. so it's becoming more and more yeah. um a lot of a lot more people are talking about it right now i don't know why um i i do know why now partaking sure, uh, sure. And, and going through that experience but there was a there was a couple of events that happened in the first of the year that that kind of shook me mm-hmm that I was like, wow, this is not who I am. Uh. This is not me. I was bringing up some past experiences, I, some stuff from the past that, that trauma that I didn't let go of. And I was hiding it. And I knew I wanted to change. And I know the other traditional routes weren't working. Hmm. And so I decided to do a lot of research in plant-based medicine. And, and I had the opportunity to go do... Uh, a journey a few weeks ago and I'm still even, even a few weeks out of it. I'm still like processing. I'm still going through like, Holy crap, that really just went through. Um, but it really was six years worth of therapy in six hours, six years worth of therapy in six hours. Yeah. My brain hurt. My body hurt after Really, the next day I was purging. I was throwing up. I was like, it, it was it was horrible the day after. Yeah, but the most rewarding, most 
hard thing I've done in my life. Yeah, and and you'll hear David Goggins and other people say, uh, on the other side of pain is a different version of you, like a better yeah. version of you. Right. And so those are kind of, I guess that coincides yeah. with that. Um, so you you started doing plant based med, or you you just started this year doing plant based medicine. Mm-hmm. So, um, like what's what's that like? So you you got a facilitator. Yes. That's like a. Someone that guides you. I mean, right. not a therapist, but but they they're definitely trained and educated in therapy and and, and trauma and everything. Sure. And and what they do is they they help you guide that journey to what you need to do or mm-hmm. what you need to work on and and ask you specific questions, bring it up. Um, it's crazy. Like it's hard to really to express in words the feelings that I got while going through the journey. Since then, I've had more clarity. I've been able to discern a lot more. My mind isn't cloudy. Um, The effects that I've had after have been absolutely life-changing for me. They they really have. It's hard to to describe them. Like I just went through another pretty crazy transition in my life where I'm letting go of one career, moving on to coaching full-time. Yeah, you're diving in. I'm diving in full time coaching, podcast, you know, doing this. And and it's so crazy. Normally, I'd be like an an anxiety, like I'd be a fucking wreck. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. I'm so calm and collective and full of clarity right now that I know what I want. I know what I'm going to go get. That's awesome. Because this appeals to me a lot since. uh, uh, Now, is that plant? Sorry. Is that plant-based medicine or just me and I'm taking the right choice. Both. I don't know. It could be both. Oh, it could be both. It could be. I, I want to put that caveat in there. Yeah. I've done this and this is where <laughs> I'm at now, but could I be this way yeah. even without? I don't know. Yeah. You, you know so what you're I'm not saying? saying like, if, I, if I do plant-based medicine, I'm going to like upend my life and go do something different or something. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've had other friends and, and colleagues that have done some type of plant-based medicine and it didn't work and they hated it. They fought it. They didn't surrender to the medicine. Hmm. And so it didn't work. And they're like, I'm not doing that shit yeah, ever again. It's like an intellectual medicine it and is. a spiritual medicine. Yeah. It it's is. all of it physical as well. Cause it does shock your body. I mean, you were purging, you said, right. So, Oh, I was throwing, I was throwing yeah. up cats and fucking dogs, man. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. The <laughs> next awesome. day, I don't know why that happened. It doesn't happen to everybody. Sure. But for me that next day, I was like, I was puking like crazy. Oh, man. You know, it's crazy. I, just by changing my diet, I'm on this carnivore diet. Um, shout out to Solid. I'm wearing their hat today. But uh, yeah, Jeff and Brandon, they got me on that carnivore diet. And it's like, it's changed my my acuity or my, my awareness of my body. Yeah. The diet's amazing. You know, I feel, feel great. Got a lot of energy. Uh, I'm down a lot of pounds. Like, I got to just up my time in the gym and stuff. But- yeah, it's you've got one I in can your garage, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I know. Now, I'm just joking. Now I have no excuse because I'm, I'm not traveling as much. So yeah. I'm like, now nah, I'm home. I'm like, oh man, I got to get in there. It's like ten feet away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's yeah, just being aware of my body. My body speaks to me now. Like I can think about eating a certain type of food, and now my body listens to my my gut. And I'm like, oh, that that would be good going down. But like, I would pay for that. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that until I like had to purge that. So the diet like purged my bowels and everything just over time. So I wasn't just pumping this 
processed mush that everybody's eating. Yeah. It it is amazing once you start something and and you take your health seriously and you you start working on yourself. Yeah. Um how much more in tune with your body you become. I think it's because the body is is the tool that we use to live in this reality, well, right? Well, in I this think, life. Well, I think we take it for granted. I mean, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, items and things that I've done to become more spiritual in my life. Of course, plant-based medicine, hoppe, um, there's one, but another one that's really simple is breath work. Mm. Is being aware of every single day we have the opportunity to breathe. Yeah. Like you woke up this morning breathing. Yeah. That's a gift. It is. And guess what? We take it for granted. When was the last time you thought about your breath? When was the last time you thought about taking a breath? When was the last time you thought about your heart beating? Okay, body, make my heart beat. Mm. When was the last time you actually thought about it? Like devoting focus to it. You don't because it's subconsciously you just do it. And the breath, I mean, really think about the one thing that connects all of us, regardless of race, status. Culture. Anything. Yeah. It's all breath. Air. Well, they say uh, in the Bible, it says that God breathed breath into us through the nostrils. Mm -hmm. And a lot of breath work is done through the nose because your nose is like an organ, right? Yeah. Um, And so there's a ton of information. That's where the hot is up in your nose. Yeah. And I think it's the Bible term for God is like Yahweh. Mm -hmm. And that means like breathing. Yeah. Like breath. Breath. Something. I probably slaughtered that, but it's... Somebody can probably comment on it and fix it. But yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. And and I mean, when you just control, if you want just to have a great psychedelic experience, yeah, people are go take in. go take a breath a breath class. That's what I heard. Go to a breathwork class and really experience how to control your breathing, the energy that you feel. I mean, I've had out of body experiences just in breathwork. Yeah. And it's connected me and it's centered me. It's all about what can you do to ground yourself in you. Yes. That's really what it comes down to, whether it's meditation without plant-based medicine, with plant-based medicine, going on a journey, breath work, just sitting in your thoughts. If you are able to get to the point in your life where you can just sit in your thoughts and not act upon any of them, you can't control your thoughts. You're going to have thoughts coming in your brain regardless. If you start trying to control them, you're going to go fucking crazy. Yeah. There's too many of them. I'm sorry. You will. But when you get to the point where you're actually comfortable with you and sit in you, that's a spiritual moment. It is. That's, kind of that's when you connect yourself with what God gave you, and that's your body. And how often do we get to the point where we are so uncomfortable with ourselves and who we are and what we're doing that we can't even do that. That's one thing that plant-based medicine did for me is like, I look forward every single morning this afternoon to my meditations. I look forward to them. Like I, I want, I yearn for, like I love them. Mm. I love being able to get the hell out of my room so I can meditate. Is it, is it like in the same way that your body craves a meal, like your soul kind of craves yeah, my mind, it's like, it's crazy. It does. I, I, I do. I look forward to my meditations. I look mm. forward to that, that time by myself that I can just sit and, again, not control my thoughts, but be aware and get clarity on the thoughts that I have. Yeah, just let your brain think freely. Yeah, just set intentions. Every time I, I meditate, I'm setting intentions on what I want to be, who I want to be, what I want yeah. to become. And I've got that in mind every single time. Every time I do hoppe, 
it's with setting an intention. So maybe we can end with Hoppe then, because uh, that's what other interests me. I, I got a friend out there. Um, his name's Bryson. We'll probably clip this and because he's he's him and his wife do breath work as well. But I served with him in the Marines, just the stud of a guy. And uh, Bryson, I, he's a white guy, but is we should call him Bryson's son because he's basically Asian inside. You know, like he's just he's just a shaman. He's a shaman. Yeah, <laughs> he's becoming a shaman. But he he made me do or not made me, but he he suggested I try hoppe with him last time at his house, uh, and it was really good for my sinuses. Man, it cleaned me out. But could you describe to your audience what hoppe is? Because yeah, for sure. Um, so hoppe is it's a it's a it's a plant-based meta that comes from the Amazon tribes from the Amazon. Um, and it's different. It's different with every tribe. Every tribe has a different type of hoppe that they make. Kind of like and a brewery has its own. Pretty beer. much. It's yeah. a, it's a tobacco. It's a fine, fine tobacco, pure tobacco mixed with different spices and, and other ingredients. And it's not like in leaf form. It's no, a, it's in fine, like fine dust. powder. Like, yeah. yeah. Powder. It's a very, very fine powder ash. Pretty much. Oh, it's okay. ash. And so what you do is, is you've got this karipe, they call it, that's the self-administer, and you set your intention, and it's, and it's this little, they call it snuff, Amazonian snuff. Hmm. You blow it up into your nose. You don't want to ingest it. Well, that's what that's called is a karipe. Yeah, a karipe. Is that like, it's like a little pipe thing, right? Yeah. Because uh, the one I used was like a... A double. A double, yeah. I have so a double as well. It's like a U-shaped pipe that you mm-hmm. blow into, and it blows the hoppe into your nostrils like yes. deep yeah yeah it, it gets up there it, up. <laughs> it gets up in there pretty good and it feels like you're blowing in some hoppe it feels like you're blowing wasabi up your nose it hurts ah that's what mine was yeah it, it was like a burning it burns sensation. like you you immediately start to cry and your immediately intuition on all of it is get this shit out of my nose that's your first like initial like sneeze, hit like i need breathe. to get this out like i need to swallow it i need to get it out and that's the that's the number one point on Hoppe, I believe, and this is for me, and this is why I love it so much. It forces me to just surrender to the medicine. Because mm, your initial reaction is sneeze, I want to control. I'm a control freak. Uh, I want to control anything that happens in my life. And so for me to surrender to anything is hard. Yeah. And so that has been able to help me surrender. Surrender to the medicine, surrender to this meditation. I don't do it every meditation I do. I do it, I, I do hoppe once a day, once, yeah. possibly even twice a day, depending on the day that I've had. Okay. For me, it's that surrendering moment that I'm able to surrender to that medicine and I let that medicine, it gets, goes up into your sinuses, get absorbs into the mucus, and it literally will ground you like to a yeah. point where it's that grounding effect that's like, I don't know, I can't describe it. Well, that's interesting too because. Um, there's a lot of studies too that I've been researching and, and listening to, like Andrew Huberman talk about mm-hmm. this and other people. But tobacco, the plant, is actually like one of the best medicinal plants out there. It's been used for centuries and thousands so it's marijuana. of years. Yeah, like all those plants are used medicinally for good stuff. And so, like a good pure tobacco, uh, the nicotine in there is actually pretty good if if you smoke it. Uh, not not like. Not cigarettes, right? There's other tobacco products out there, mm-hmm. but they're they're good for boosting testosterone, mental clarity, like just the the little 
like nicotine high that you get is like super good for your neurons and stuff. And I'm, oh. I'm botching that, but like honestly, the hoppe it, does the same. Hoppe it does the same. There's a lot of there's a lot of health benefits to it as well. The clear the clearing up in your sinuses and everything like that, of course. Yeah. Um, you do not want to ingest it. It will make you throw up. Yeah. If you do, if it gets down into your throat, oh, I've really? done it before. I, I've <laughs> like holy shit, it was bad. Yeah. It does not taste good. And so you've got, again, it's, it's, it's a controlled chaos happening in your mind so you can get into that meditation. Mm. And you're, from what I remember him, him coaching me on it, is you're fighting the urge to like hack or cough or sneeze or like blow your nose and get that stuff out of there. So you're just kind of- But it gets to a point, once, you, once you surrender yeah. and you go into that meditation, you forget it's even there. Uh, right. You forget. It, it's kind of the same mentality with like a cold plunge. Mm-hmm. It's like your body is like fighting it. Your brain is saying, no, don't do it. Anything good comes right after suffering. Yeah, there you go. That's the better way to say it. Yeah, there's there's a new version of you beyond beyond the pain. Exactly. Beyond the hardship. And that's with hape, with with cold plunge. I mean, anything, it's it's amazing to me how, what what benefits come from it and and what it's been able to do for me. Just in my thought process too, like when I get in an argument with my wife, am I perfect? No. Do I, do I still screw up? Yeah, I do. But I'm able, it's crazy because I'm able to actually think about it more. I'm able to sit back and actually process it yeah. logically instead of emotionally. That's awesome. That's one of the changes that I think has been biggest for me is like how logistic I am in my thinking now versus just cloudy, just say whatever the fuck you want what because this is what's on my mind. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, you're more measured. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Now, obviously you're using the hoppe, right? And I always have an issue with if I'm being if I'm attaching a habit or is there benefits from from a substance absolutely, but could you if you do hoppe enough, if you develop this habit, do you think you could develop the wisdom Maybe it's enhanced with hoppe, but could you stop and self-reflect now? Yes. Over because you've done the muscle memory now. Yes, I so can. The substance kind of helped you, but you are you relying on so it? So for me, it's that emotion behind that feeling behind the hoppe. So when I'm in that meditation, I know that feeling. I know that feeling of deepness, of grounding, of that true meditative state. Yeah. And so for me, it's it's matching that state. Sure. And so. Like I said before, is like I don't use hoppe now every meditation I do. Ah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So if you I were in a prison cell or something, I don't you didn't use, have it. I don't use it every time. You I, could still mm-hmm. get to a mental state like that. Because I have breath work. Right. Because I have other means. Because I, I know my body. I know what it takes now for me to shut my brain mm. down to get in that meditative state. To me? To connect with me. Yes. I know what it takes now to connect with me. And before, like, you got to remember, Blake, I I lived 10, almost 11 years of my life in deep, deep, deep depression, PTSD, anxiety, where I tried to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And being in the depths of hell like that and thinking that life was over, that God's pissed at you and that, like, why are you even here? To where I am today going, no, I can control what actions I take on my thoughts. I can control the state that I'm in. I can control the anxiety. I can control the depression. Right. 
and having that sense of control. That's where I think that, that, that sense of controlling came from with me that it's so prevalent now. It's gotten to the point where it got a little too extreme and I'm trying to back that controlling aspect down. But for me, it's, 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 it saved my life. That's awesome. Like there's no other way to put it is like the day I started working on me, becoming a better human being, becoming a better father, husband, just a better person for me is the day that I saved me. Yeah. And it's been a hard journey. And I'm grateful that I have these, these plant-based medicines to help facilitate that even more. Cause now I understand and know the sky's the sky's the limit. Yeah. Like you can do whatever you want. You can go create whatever you want in this world. If you just set your mind to it and just do it. Yeah. If you understand yourself, if you understand you, yeah, if you get you can go. like one of the best sayings is you got to be selfish before you become selfless. Yeah. hundred percent. How often do we try to put other people's first when we can't even put ourselves first? That's true. I feel like I'm at that stage now too. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to unlock myself deeper. And that's why I have so much interest in, in this route you've gone. And I want to, yeah. I want to make a point too. And, and people need to stop lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. Stop lying to yourself. Okay. You're not broken. You're not, you're, you, there's nothing to be fixed in us. That's another thing that, that, that I've come to the conclusion after starting this journey is I always thought I was broken. I always thought that I needed to be fixed because of my past, because of all that time that I was depressed, all that time and anxiety. Guess what? I still have it. Yeah. I still suffer from depression. I still suffer from anxiety. I still suffer from PTSD. You wouldn't know that, but I do. And it's a battle every single day that I have to deal with. But guess what? It's a fucking choice. Yeah. I get to choose to wake up and be grateful or I get to choose to wake up and wallow in my depression. Yeah, it's like an opportunity you can exploit now. But the one thing I do know is I'm not broken. Yeah. Just because I suffer from anxiety and depression, just because I suffer from these things doesn't mean I need to be fixed. I just need to adapt to live my life in a better way. And I need to adapt to these feelings and emotions. Yeah. Overcome them. That's it. Yeah. There's actually, it's actually not even overcoming. It's learning to live with it, learning to embrace it, learning to dance with it. So I can live a fulfilled life. I see. I like that. Dude, that is, you're not, you're not broken. Stop lying to yourself and tell you that you need to be fixed. Cause that is a lie that you're telling yourself. There's God made you, he wouldn't have put you here like he did. You wouldn't have been created like you were if you needed to be fixed. Mm. There's nothing to fix. It's enhancing the life that you currently have. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's it's improving. It's improving. You created the what if you look at yourself today, you are a an you are a picture perfect example of who you were. A month ago, mm. you are who you were. All your actions and everything you did these last few years have made you who you are today. So if you don't like who you are today, what actions do you need to change? Yeah. Change them, improve them. Life is happening for you, right? It's the theme. 
Yeah. If it truly is happening for you, guess what? You get to change it to make it whatever the fuck you want. I like that a lot. You don't have to be fixed because you are who you are today. Yeah, you get to create yourself every day. You get to create yourself. So go create something different. Yeah, make a change. Make it. Hey, that's what I like. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy you let me come. Didn't sit down and like kind of. I kind of interviewed you. I know. I love it. Uh, but I, same thing. PTSD, depression. You know, time in the military, all that stuff. Like, um, yeah. And, and any veterans out there too, if you're listening, like, a, a lot of them are the types that it, clam up and I don't share this stuff. I agree, a hundred percent. There are so many times that I would just sit in my bed and just wallow in self pity for weeks on end. Yeah. I wouldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't even tell my ex-wife at the time. I wouldn't even tell her that I was having struggles. Yeah. You were just like believing yeah, I was the just, thoughts that come in your head. I was just listening to those stupid thoughts that everybody gets. And I kept on listening to them and spiraling down and down. Did you and ever down. voice them out loud to yourself? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like I'm just, it's not just like, I'm I will fucking, never, I, it's I'm, always. A, I'm a retard. I'm this. I should have done this. <laughs> I should have done that. Like should have, could have, would have. Oh yeah. Do you know, um, I, I've been really aware of a, this one fact. Um, this is the last thing I'll say today, but it's a, there's a kind of this modern day, uh, I, I call him like a philosopher, like a samurai. He's the closest thing to like a modern day samurai in our culture. Uh, he's this former military guy. His name is Travis Haley. I've looked up to him like as a yeah. Marine, looking up to him. He's former uh, force reconnaissance Marine and the Special Forces guy. But he he owns uh, Haley Strategic. He's very prominent in the gun world. But he always talks about the only thing you should be absolute in is never being absolute. I aim into that. And it's like we we tell ourselves things that are so absolute. Like I'm never going to graduate college. If someone's voicing that to the heavens, I'm never going to be successful in sales. I'm always going to be this way. Never. Always. Always. Every time, all the time, like everybody, we, we speak to ourselves like that. And our words we speak come from the breath of life, right? It's mm-hmm. like all part of the creator language, well, right? I, I we think create that, that. Well, I think that's a, that's a good point that you're making too. And, you know, I mean, Simon Sinek, he, he, Sinek? Yeah, I like he, that guy. He, I like him too. He, he had a podcast a little while ago and he said, and I love what he said. He's like, your brain can't comprehend negativity. It won't. Yeah, I've heard him say that, yeah. Yeah, it won't comprehend. I love the analogy he puts. He's like, for example, don't think of an elephant. Yeah, I'm thinking of an elephant right now. Why? I told you not to. Yeah, because it got brought up. But I said no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like every time you tell yourself not to do something, you enhance the thing you're trying not to Is do. That, when he talks about the skiers going through the exactly. trees and they're thinking about not hitting a tree. What are they going to do? They're going to hit a tree. Exactly. Or the pilot who's flying or something is he's, he's not going to hit the mountain. When and, you think, yeah. when you tell yourself you're not going to do something, you just enhance the thing you're trying not to do. Yeah. So when you tell yourself, I'm not going to be successful, you're just enhancing your unsuccessful part of your life. Mm. I'm not going to do this. You're enhancing that. Whereas if you're going to go, you know, I am pretty damn successful. Yeah. I am great. Yeah. Your mind comprehends the greatness. It, it, it's agreeable. It's agreeing. Yeah. It agrees. Regardless if it's negative or positive, it'll still agree with you. That's awesome. So when they say, be wary of your thoughts, and that's one of going back to meditation. That's one thing I love about meditating 
is I get to pick and choose the thoughts that I get to act upon. Hmm. You're kind of like structuring exactly your mentality. Set the, the intentions through the day. Intention, yeah. Set that intention through that meditation. I love that, dude. And so, and I do want to make a little caveat too. If you guys are, if any listeners are out there are interested in plant-based medicine and or hoppe, DM me privately. Um, I There is a lot of crap out there. So you got to be very careful and wary on what you do and how you get it. And, and that's wise. Yeah. So I, if you're going to take this route in your life, please do it with research, do it, you know, with, with those mentors and those coaches that can help you facilitate it yeah. because I don't want anybody to get hurt after listening to this and going out and doing. Sure. By yeah, the way, Hoppe is completely legal. Right? It is. Hoppe is legal. You get it on, there's a couple websites that I absolutely love that I get it. That you have can been get it really on good. Amazon, I think, right? You can, but. I, I go, there's, it's cheaper there's that, there's actually a website out there and I'm putting a plug in. They don't even know it's for four visions, market.com four visions, market.com. One thing I love about that is 50% of their proceeds go back to the Amazon tribes that they get it from. Oh, sick. And so they're giving back Dude, and we should I get you an affiliation with them. I would love we it. Should promote them. I would absolutely love it. I mean, yeah. honestly, they got this one new hop. It's like, it's great. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I can tell just from proximity from working with you and meeting the people you coach and having them on your podcast, seeing the content. If you guys have been following any Alex Cornwall stuff, like you're on to something here, man. And it, it's nothing it. like you know, you're not doing like anything crazy original. You're just tying into a lot of all, wisdoms. All I'm doing is sharing my story. Yeah. And it's working, man. I, Everybody I, has a story. Your content's blowing up. Uh, people are interested in your services. I mean, you're landing, you know, new coaching clients every day. Yep. So I got four more openings if you're interested in, in coaching. Yeah. And yeah, plug um, it Four, actually four or five more. I'm, I'm thinking about taking maybe four or five more, um, one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, it's in-depth coaching. We either do bi-weekly or weekly calls and it's mindset productivity. Uh, so many people like, I thought you were a sales coach. Well, I am. I, I help your sales through your mindset. Yeah. Because without a good mindset, uh, you won't be productive. Without a good mindset, you're not going to go sell. It's most most people in sales, they don't have a sales problem. They don't have a skill set in sales problem. No. They've got a mindset problem that's affecting their sales. Exactly. The easy parts of sales, because I've been in door-to-door -door industry for about three years now. And like the mindset is the hardest part that people get. Uh, and that shapes your lifestyle that shapes everything. But usually people work, the, they, they work the bat, the ladder backwards. Yep. They're like, I'm going to get my skills. I'm going to know what to say. I'm going to know my product knowledge. And then they stop there. Why? Yeah. And then they wonder why am why I Why did they stop though? Yeah. Cause why did they hard. stop? I don't know why. What, what would you say? It's confidence. Confidence. They don't believe in themselves. It's the self work. It's the self work. They're not doing it. You're, the best quote that I've, I said is your income is correlated directly with who you are today. Yeah. Your current income is, is correlated directly with who you are today. Dude, that's what my supervisor, Jared says, shout out to him. He's like, my habits are a direct reflection of my paycheck. So if you want to make and earn more money, yeah. become a better human being because money, true money, true wealth is earned through the value you provide people, not the time you trade. Yeah. So if you want to go make true wealth, what value are you adding? What value are you bringing to this yeah. world? If you want to just go make a paycheck, sweet. Go trade time for money. Have fun. We need those people. 
But if you want true wealth, what value, who are you becoming? Yeah. And that will directly correlate to a big paycheck because it's a byproduct of who you are. Yeah. Anyway. So. Dude, no, that's a good, that's a good plug. Uh, yeah. So I know that I've grown in my mentality, just listening to your stuff. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you for putting this out there for the world. Yeah. Anytime. So thanks for letting me interview you, man. That was Any, cool. I, it was, it was fun. Thank you. Of course, dude.